Welcome to the Overnight Trainer Podcast, where each week we talk about all things related to the world of learning and development, including facilitation, instructional design, sales enablement, and so much more. I'm your host, Sarah Canistra, and I'm an L&D strategist and career coach, and I'm here to take the guesswork out of becoming an L&D professional and show you how to unlock continued success in your learning and development career. I'm on a mission to quickly develop the next generation of L&D leaders who are looking to create meaningful and engaging learning experiences. So, if you're looking to transition into L&D for the first time, have found yourself accidentally in a training position, or are working up the ranks as an L&D professional already, you've come to the right place. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Overnight Trainer podcast. I know we took a little break last week to celebrate 10,000 downloads of this podcast. Y'all, when I started this, it was really just a, a passion project and something fun to do and a way to be of service to all of you who are either transitioning into learning and development, growing your career inside of learning and development, you know, wanting to just learn more about the space. And it's been such a fun journey and it's something I look forward to doing every single week. So the fact that you all are here for the ride uh, means so much to me. So thank you so, so much. And such big plans in store for not only the podcast, but for the Overnight Trainer this year. And you'll be hearing more and more about uh, fun new things that you all can get involved in and new trainings and new programs. And I really can't wait to to share more of me uh, and my expertise with all of you. So before we get into today's episode, I have a bunch of people I want to celebrate. So being being off last week, uh, left left quite a few holes in, in celebration. So first and foremost, two people from this group coaching program, uh, Haley and Stoyanka. Wow. First of all, congratulations to both of you for landing your dream roles at dream companies, doing exactly what you set out to do. Uh, you know, we just kicked off calls the second week of January and both have already landed those roles. And it just goes to show that, you know, we can go farther, faster when we do it together. And I give you the strategy, but it's really up to you to put in the work to put that strategy into place. And these two have really put in the work and I couldn't be prouder uh, of both of you. So congratulations. And I just can't wait for this new chapter and to see you both shine. And I also want to shout out Amanda from a previous cycle of the Overnight Trainer Group Coaching Program, who not only landed uh, her a new role with a huge pay bump, doing exactly what she wants to be doing with a fast track to management, uh, she's also also been actively starting a nonprofit, incredible, uh, based on the work that we did in the program. You know, she was so inspired by some of the work that we did um, that she really realized that she had a passion uh, for for working in, in that space and starting her own nonprofit. So couldn't be prouder of the three of them for absolutely crushing it. And everyone right now inside the group coaching program is just on fire and you know, finding their niche, having incredible conversations with people who are inside of their niche. And that seems to be a big theme right now as well. And so I couldn't be prouder of these people who landed their roles and everyone else who's who's on the cusp of doing it as well. So just so you know, the program is still open. You can absolutely join. And I like to always say this too. You know, you can absolutely do this on your own. You don't need to hire help. There, You can get lots of free resources. You can do this on your own. 
But if you want to go farther, faster, come join us. I give you the strategy. I work through all your challenges with you. You know, the step-by-step process to find the what the right role, the right company looks like, how to market yourself and how to sell yourself in that role. So come and join us. You can find all the information if you go to my website, theovernighttrainer.com. Go to the work with me tab at the top and sign up. Join us. Would love to have you. All right. So we're going to shift gears and I'm going to talk about a topic that I don't really talk about a lot, but I've been asked a lot of questions about and and I'm really excited to to explore this with all of you. And that is the idea and the concept and the topic of entrepreneurship. And you know, it's interesting. I, I think I could probably say I've always had a quote unquote entrepreneurial spirit, uh, but I never really wanted to be an entrepreneur. So <laughs> a little bit of an oxymoron there. Um, but I've also always had this kind of free free spirit. And my mom, you know, always said, I can't tame you. You march to the beat of your, your own drum. And so, you know, kind of going back several years, you know, I've been in the learning and development space for a long time. So it's been about th- this year, I think we'll mark formally mark 12 years, but um, have been doing training for a lot longer. And so, you know, I have always loved what I've done and absolutely just loved being in learning and development space and growing in it. But several years ago, I was kind of questioning everything, (laughs) having a a quarter life crisis, (laughs) we could probably call it. Um, And, you know, I was in a relationship that was ending. I was going to be moving across the country. Uh, A lot of life changes were happening. And so I questioned, you know, is learning and development what I want to be doing? And, you know, do I want to be doing it in, in real estate? And, you know, is this what I really want? And at the time, uh, I had gotten really into, you know, fitness and into, like nutrition, and I had gone to school for, uh, I had gotten a certification in nutrition coaching um, and my personal trainer certification. And so I had really started to enjoy learning about nutrition and fitness. And and while I didn't have a, a healthy relationship with all of that, and that's a, a conversation for, for another day, what I wanted to do, what I thought was the best move for me was to start a career in that and be an entrepreneur and an influencer and, you know, starting a, a coaching practice for, for health, for health coaching and health uh, nutrition pr- practicing. And so I quit my job in learning and development and moved out to Los Angeles because that's the place where you go to, you know, be a health coach, <laughs> uh, and started my own business. And I say that with a little trepidation because I had literally no idea what the hell I was doing. And the first thing I did was I, you know, cashed out my 401k and I got a really fancy website. It was so beautiful. Um, picked out a name for my business and got the domain and fancy website and all of these things. And you know, just created all of this stuff and was having, you know, creating these programs and I wasn't getting any clients. <laughs> so I'm sitting out there in LA living in this fancy apartment that I paid with before with my 401k um, and realized I needed to get, uh, you know, it really wasn't for me that I, I, I thought the life of an entrepreneur wasn't for me. I thought I couldn't hack it. And so I went back to work and learning and development, and I'm so grateful for that because it rekindled my love for what I do and what I did. And so I kind of put all of that on the the back burner and 
dove back into what I knew and what I learned I loved, which was uh, learning and development. So I did it for a yoga apparel brand, then got back into the real estate business uh, as far as from a learning and development perspective as, as an L&D director, actually. And, and it was really through that experience of going back into the kind of real estate world and in, in L&D that I started to really understand what it is I loved in a company, what it is I I didn't. And I did a whole podcast episode on leaving a toxic workplace. And I'll let you go back to to that episode and, and, and listen to that. But it really was through working in a toxic environment where my skills weren't utilized and recognized, appreciated, I think is a good word to use, that I started to lose myself a little bit and I started to really wonder like is this is this it like is this is this what this what work is you know I've had such great experiences before but here I am and I've kind of found myself in this place where I started to not recognize who I was because of this organization because of working there and so I started journaling a lot and really thinking about what was the things I really, really loved to do and what what inspired me and what lit me up. And the theme that kept coming up over and over and over and over again was my passion for helping people become great facilitators, instructional designers, you know, get into that learning and development space and really grow. And at the time, I had been working with a lot of subject matter experts. And that's where a lot of my background comes from working with people who are subject matter experts and helping develop them into learning professionals. And so it was something that was really, really a strong passion of mine, taking people who just had the drive and the desire and these transferable skills. And if you know me, you can kind of see where, where everything started to click for me. But seeing these transferable skills and you know, really helping people tap into those to become a, a great learning professional. And so as I started journaling more and more, I one day the just wrote down on my paper the overnight trainer <laughs> and didn't kind of know didn't know really where it came from but the reality is I became a trainer overnight. One day I was a sales manager and I was sitting in a leadership class and I went up at the end of that session and y'all can listen to episode 1 where I go into the story in more detail but I went up at the end of that session and asked the the head of L&D at the time, you know, how do I get into learning and development and they asked me if I knew a specific software and I said yes and the next day I was a software trainer. Uh, so I literally became a trainer <laughs> uh, overnight but another reason why I reflect on why my company is called the overnight trainer is because what I help people do is see that they've had these transferable skills all along, that you've actually been doing all of this all along. You just need to learn how to translate it. And so uh, from there, I started and created a course. And from there, I you know built a built a community and, I, you know, I can go into it in more detail, but the reality is I, I hired a, a business coach. You know, when I really sat down and I realized that, hey, my I remember having this pivotal moment where we were, I was at my old company and, you know, I was so frustrated with how they were handling what was happening in our country and not speaking out against violence and hate and just staying quiet and complicit. And I remember sitting at my desk and saying, 
you know, after talking to the CEO and COO and the president, you know, over and over and over again and writing letters. And you know, I remember sitting and saying you know, to myself, like to, for my own sanity of, you know, Sarah, you're not, you're not the CEO. And it was in that moment where I realized, wait a minute, I can be my own CEO. I really can. And so that's when I decided to hire a business coach and thought, wow, you know, my way out of here is through through my own thing. And that was what was lighting me up in general, you know, creating in this course and working with people who were transitioning into learning and development and just slowly kind of putting the pieces together of what lit me up. And so I hired a coach in October of 2020, and uh, by February of 2021, I was able to leave my full-time job. Um, my coaching practice picked up, my consulting work picked up, and I was not only replacing my income, but I was um, exceeding my income. And by the end of last year, uh, 2021, I had almost I pretty much tripled uh, my, my income. And so I share that story because I want to go into some things uh, that I learned along the way. But I share that story to show that, you know, it's not, entrepreneurship's not linear, right? Like I, I set out years ago to quote unquote be an entrepreneur and for so, uh, so many reasons I'm grateful for, you know, didn't stick with it and it wasn't quite right for me at that time. Um, you know, I didn't have the, the knowledge that I had now and you know, I was I was more and I talked to my clients about this a lot, right? I was more running from than running towards. And what was different about this time is I really had a clear vision of what I was running towards. Well, yes, it was, you know, a, a means to an end of leaving my organization. I was very crystal clear on what it was I was running towards. So again, I definitely encourage you to listen to that episode. It's an early one um, about leaving a, the leaving a toxic workplace. And if you are currently in one and need support in that, I highly recommend listening to kind of what I did to to stick with it, right? Because I needed it for a while. I couldn't just, I couldn't, I, I couldn't afford to just leave my job and, and hope that my company would work. I, I had to build my company while I was still working. And so that required me to really conserve a lot of my energy and be really conscious and, and intentional about how I showed up at work and how I showed up in my own business as well. So highly recommend listening to that. But I really I want to go into kind of some of the some of the tips that I've learned. Uh, so if you're interested in becoming you know an L and D entrepreneur, so that can be anything from if you want to get into coaching, if you want to be a consultant, if you want to be a freelancer, right? There's so many spaces you can go into into entrepreneurship inside of the L and D space, and so. You know, I want to I, I, I wanted to share my story so you have a little bit of background of where, where I've come from. And then I also want to share about what I've learned and kind of the mistakes that I've made too. So I want to spend the rest of the episode really talking about getting started, right? I think that's the hardest part with L&D entrepreneurship or entrepreneurship in general, but we're going to talk L&D entrepreneurship today, um, is that getting started, right? It's the the wheels spinning. It's so many different things. It's so much information out there is how to get started. And, you know, a, a lot of misinformation too, which feels so overwhelming. And so I want to talk to you through a couple of things that I did that really helped me, that my coach helped me through uh, to kind of help clear up a little bit of that noise. So the first thing, you know, people think to get started, and this is, I, I made this mistake early on. I, that's why I intentionally talked about it. But to get started, right, you need to have a fancy company name, a, a website, a logo, a sales page, an email list, right? All of these things. And so we dump money, time, energy, all of these things into a website and a company name and 
you know, right now I have, I, I have people who I work with who are in a, for business coaching and they get obsessed about the company name. What am I going to name my company? I'm going to name my company. And it's like, well, you don't have any, you don't have a company yet, right? Like you don't have anything to offer, right? So, you know, a lot of times we think that's what we need, but the reality is we don't need to start with any of that to start a business and to start getting clients and creating sales. So the first thing I want to get clear with you on and what I, I work with my career coaching clients and my business coaching clients on this is that you need to know your why. You, you need to know as an entrepreneur, like it is the most important thing that you need to know your why. And it can't be money. <laughs> now money can be part of it, right? So, you know, building a business to have a certain amount of money, like that can be part of it. But I'm going to tell you this and be really honest that in the beginning of your entrepreneurship journey, right, the money comes in slow in the beginning, right? So it can happen fast, right? You can have month over month over month growth like I did in my business. But for the first couple months, you know, October, November, December, when I was working with my coach, Right. I mean, even way before that, when I, in, in May, when I had launched, launched my course, right, there wasn't a lot of money coming in. And so if money is your why, you're going to be sorely disappointed you know, early on when the money is not flowing in. You know, I, I launched my course and I immediately thought, I'm like, oh, this is so needed. I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to wake up tomorrow and be a millionaire. And I woke up the next day and no one had bought it. Right. Because no one knew who I was. And I didn't have a strong why. And so because the money comes slow in the beginning, right, we start slow to go fast. So it doesn't mean that it's not going to come fast, but it is slow in the beginning. If your why is just financially related, it's going to be really, really challenging to carry you through, carry you through the hard times. And let me tell you this about entrepreneurship, too. You know, you it's not a month to month isn't doesn't look the same. Right. I've had months where. I have made more money than I've made in previous jobs in a year. And I've had months where I've made less than what I've made in one paycheck in a year, right? And, and, and it gets better and more steady as you grow your business. But especially in the beginnings, we're talking about getting started today, that if it's just the money, it's going to be really hard to keep your morale up and carry you through. So getting crystal clear on what your why is. Now, my why is to help people find, land, love, and grow in their learning and development careers, whether that's getting into it for the first time, whether that's getting promoted, whether that's becoming an L&D entrepreneur, right? no matter what it is, right? that is my why. I want people to love what they do every single day and get paid their worth doing it and to be appreciated. And so when I get messages from people talking about how my program has changed their lives, gotten them, you know, $30,000 more and now they can put their kid through school or, you know, they were, they couldn't afford a surgery before and now they can, right? That's my why. That's my why getting lit up. So on those months where I don't have as high of sales as I did the, la the last month, I know that my why is still being fueled. And as long as your why is being fueled, the money is going to come. So getting crystal clear on what your why is before you do anything else, before you decide to you know, be an entrepreneur, you know, if you don't have a strong why, it's going to be really hard to carry through an entrepreneurship. So get crystal clear on what that is. You know, Simon Sinek, I, I do, a, I utilize and lean on his, his teachings a lot inside of my coaching programs. 
And so I highly recommend if you haven't read the book, Start With Why, and there's a corresponding workbook, uh, to do that, to really get clear on what your why is. Um, Because people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. And I, I really, truly believe that I've been as successful as I have, as quick as I have, because I have a very strong why. Um, and the successes that my clients have go back to my why. I can, autom- I can immediately tie them back there. So get clear on your why. The second thing to get started is building relationships. And this is kind of the slow game, right? It's to start slow to go fast because, again, I made this mistake in the beginning where I just created this course and I launched it, but I didn't have a community. I didn't build relationships with anyone. I was just this person posting about their course. And so, you know, people, like I said, people buy from people they trust. And so how do you build trust and build relationships, right? So that can be through creating content. And I know like that can be a little bit of a trigger for some people of like, I'm not an influencer. I'm not a content creator. Well, One of the things I really struggled with with my coach was really understanding that I am a content creator. As an entrepreneur, that is what I need to do. I need to create content for the people who are in my community to learn from me, to get to know me, to build that relationship, to build that trust with me. So creating content, you know, commenting on other people's questions in other groups, right? Not not with a sales pitch, right? But really, truly going out there and helping people. And that's, that's actually how I got my first coaching client. Uh, which I did for free, by the way, <laughs> I you know was working with my coach and she had brought up the idea of, of coaching people uh, as part of the you know way to, for me to live out my why. And I had never really done it in a, I've coached my whole life <laughs> as part of my, my roles. But, you know, when I first started, I never career coached anyone from start to finish. And so I just built relationships with people. I would go on message boards and answer questions and, you know, help people out and just kind of, you know, be there. And I built a relationship with someone who ended up becoming my first client. And we ended up working together for three months and went from the classroom, you know, making in the the 40s, low 50s to being an instructional designer for almost $100,000 a year. And I got to go back to that money because it was important to that person. But not only that, they wake up every single day and love their job. At least every you know quarter I get a message from that first client saying, I just I'm just so happy. I just want to thank you again. You know, I'm just so happy. And like that means the world to me. But that didn't come from me just all of a sudden selling the excuse my French, the shit out of you know my services. It came from building a relationship with people uh, and creating trust. This person trusted me with their career and with entrusted my guidance because I had created a relationship with them and with other people as well. So again, before you think you need to have a fancy company name, a website, a logo, a sales page, email list, right? Build that relationship with people. It's a people business. <laughs> Being an entrepreneur, it's a people business. So the other thing I want you to think about is as you're doing those, right, figuring out your why, building those relationships, it's to to start with one offer. So what I see a lot of new entrepreneurs do is we come out of the gate with like six different offers, right? I can help you do this with this program, and I can help you do that with that program. And if you want this, I can do this. And that's confusing for a lot of people, especially because if you haven't built a relationship with a really, really, really wide audience, right? If you're talking to everyone, you're talking to no one. And so get crystal clear on, you know, what your one offer is, who you want to help, and how you can help them. For me, I just started with one-on-one coaching. I had no other, and I actually rolled my course into my one-on-one coaching because I just wanted to focus on this one offer. I had one thing to offer, and it was one-on-one coaching. 
And as I built my business and as demand grew, then I started offering more, right? So I had my one-on-one coaching and I just did that. Once that filled up, then I moved into a group coaching format from a, a demand perspective. I didn't have I didn't have the supply to be spending you know, doing one-on-one coaching with everyone who wanted to work with me. And so I went into a group coaching model. Well, from there, I realized, wow, people are graduating from, from my, my group coaching and getting these great jobs, but they still need support as they're transitioning in. So that's when I founded the career L&D Career Accelerator. And through that, then I realized, wow, people are now from an L&D Career Accelerator perspective, they're doing so well on their roles, they're being elevated to these high-level roles. Well, they might need some executive coaching. And so I'm able to really you know, build, it, like build on top of what my offers are, but I didn't start with... 15 offers, right? I started with just one-on-one coaching. And so it's a lot less confusing for people to buy from you when they know you have one offer and one thing to buy. And again, it doesn't mean that you later on, even, and I'd say later on, all of this happened, all of my offers were able to roll out within one year. But I started for the first six months of my business, started with just one-on-one coaching, built the demand for that, and then started offering more. You can always add on, but it's really hard to take away. It's confusing when you're constantly changing your offers. So you, and it's confusing for you too, right? So keeping it simple, starting with that one offer. So with your one offer, this kind of goes into my next tip for you, uh, is Picking one marketing channel and starting there, right? A lot of people get are, are very hesitant to start a company or start even start marketing when they have a company because they feel like they have to be everywhere. I have to be on LinkedIn. I have to be on Instagram. I have to be on TikTok. So I have to have my website. I have to have my blog. I have to like have to do all these things. You don't have to do, to do any of that. <laughs> um, pick one marketing channel and start there. It's so easy to get overwhelmed with all of the channels, right? Now I gotta do reels, and now I have to do dances, like right. And it, it's like, wait, it's just so it can get so overwhelming so quickly. Pick one, start there. Doesn't mean that you can't add on. Right? For the first year of my business, I was only on LinkedIn. That's it, only on LinkedIn. I built an entire multiple six-figure business just posting on LinkedIn. I just started at the end of last year, the end of 2021, posting on Instagram. And that was more for fun <laughs> because I actually felt aligned to it and I wanted to do more video content and I wanted to have more like instant connection with people. And that's why I chose to go to Instagram next. But a lot of times we think, oh, I need to be on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube and LinkedIn and all of these places. Pick one channel. And a great channel, a great way to figure out which channel is, is thinking about thinking about it in two ways. First and foremost, where are people going to get info and advice about what I have to offer already? Right? So if they're on LinkedIn, be there. If they're mostly on Instagram, go there. If your audience is reading blog posts, go there, right? Be on those blogs or guest blogs. So so really thinking about, you know. Picking one marketing channel where people are and going there. And the other part is it should be fun for you, right? So what channel speaks to you? What What's exciting to you? Uh, that's a great way to figure out what that marketing channel should be. You know, where are my people and what's fun for me? Oh, there's my door going. <laughs> Shut up, shutting. Um, but really thinking about 
just picking one, right? It can be so overwhelming to have to feel like you have to be on all platforms. Just pick one, pick one and start there. Similar to having one offer, right? You can always layer on, but what you don't wanna get stuck with is having all these multiple channels and having to feed content into all these channels and then having some people follow you on YouTube and some people follow you on Instagram and some people follow you on LinkedIn and you're not able to keep up with it. So all your YouTube people don't hear from you and then your Instagram people are hearing from you, but they're hearing different things in your LinkedIn, right? So it's really challenging. Pick one and go with it. And the last piece of advice I wanna give you that has really worked well for me is to let people experience you. Now, I don't want you to be giving away all your services for free, right? So that is not what we are here to do. You should absolutely get paid your value. If you are a coach, a freelancer, you know, um, a consultant, whatever whatever you land on in your L&D entrepreneurship journey, don't give your services away for free. But giving people a taste of your services for free allows them and you, in all honesty, to test the waters. And a great way to do this and how I've done this in my business is through free masterclasses. And so these could be 30 minutes long and 45 minutes long, an hour long. And it's really giving people, like I said, a taste of what you have to offer. So if you're wanting to be a coach, maybe you highlight one issue you think is important to your clients, right? If you want to be a consultant, maybe you highlight in a, in a masterclass or web class, you know, some mistakes to avoid um, that you'd want your clients to avoid, right? Or, you know, if you're a freelancer, you can showcase a before and after of a, a project that you worked on and share top tips, right? So really thinking about how can I let people experience me? Um, and that goes back to that building relationships too, right? People buy from people they trust. And so if you're, if I'm getting a taste of you, right, a, a, at a low risk to me, if it's free or very low cost, right, then I know, okay, wow, this person gave me some great information. I want more from them. And so thinking about, and again, not giving away the farm, not not you know, giving away all of your all of your top secrets, but maybe you have you know five tips for someone to do and you're gonna go through one of them, right? And to get the other four, they need to sign up for a program or you know, get, hire you as a consultant or a freelancer, whatever it may be. So you know, I share all of that just to share that like those were a lot of the mistakes that I made in the beginning of both of my entrepreneurship journeys, <laughs> um, especially that first one, right? That was big mistakes I learned from my from my first one. And then in my second one, you know, getting a coach was was key to help me avoid making those mistakes again, right? You don't know what you don't know. And so really thinking about if you are interested in becoming an entrepreneur, especially in the L&D space, right? A lot of times, like I said, we think we need to have all of these things checked off the box before we can get started. A fancy name, a website, a logo, right? All of these things and you don't, you don't need it. I didn't have any of that. But what I did have and what helped me build and scale a business to multiple six figures in just one year is I was crystal clear on my why. I focused day in and day out on building relationships with people. I started with one offer. I picked one marketing channel and I gave people the opportunity to experience me. 
And so I did want to say if any of this resonates with you and you are looking to start or grow in your L&D entrepreneurship journey, I have a new program that's starting next month. I'm so, or actually this month, it's February, OMG. <laughs> it's starting this month, at the end of this month, in just a few short weeks, and it is called L&DEO, right? So kind of a play on CEO, but L&DEO. And it is for anyone who's looking to start, grow, scale a business in the learning and development space. So whether you are a freelancer, you are a consultant, you want to be a coach or you are a coach, this is for you. It's going to be four months, so 16 weeks um, boot camp style, I guess we can call it. And we are going to go from everything from really understanding your why, identifying what your who your audience is, where you should be marketing, how you should be marketing, how to schedule and sh- your how to uh, schedule and scale your offers, um, how to create a marketing plan, a sales plan uh, that works, that's going to be able to be scalable for you. Um, and we're going to do this all in just 16 weeks. And so I'm going to share not only the the tips I shared today of getting started, uh, but I'm going to walk you through exactly how I built and scale the business to multiple six figures in less than one year. And so if you are interested in that, please feel free to reach out to me. Uh, You can DM me on LinkedIn, uh, Sarah Canistra, that's where to find me. Uh, You can also shoot me an email, hello at theovernighttrainer.com, and I can give you uh, more information on this incredible program We already have a few people who are in it who have already had free masterclasses and are getting clients already and booking consultation calls, uh, and we haven't even started yet. (laughs) Um, So uh, this is just from from some introductory guidance as we we kick off. So uh, if you are interested in the LNDEO 16-week bootcamp program, not quite sure if it'll exactly be called that, but definitely LNDEO. Uh, reach out to me. I'd love to help you grow and scale your LND business. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If it resonated with you in any way, please let me know by subscribing, liking, and leaving a review. I'd love to hear from you on how you're using these tools as well as what you want to hear more of. So connect with me on LinkedIn at Sarah Canistra, send me a DM or email me at hello at theovernighttrainer.com. I can't wait to hear from you. And until next week, stay learning.